Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the 2019 Embodied Astrology Horoscopes. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. The audio recording you're about to hear contains a 15 to 20 minute summary of the year ahead. Please make sure to listen to the horoscope for your rising sign, as this will be the most accurate. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at astro.com. You can also listen to your sun sign horoscope for information on soul-centered themes and your moon sign horoscope for information on relationships and family. These horoscopes are given with an emphasis on self-growth and personal awareness. My hope is that they'll provide you with inspiration and support to live your life authentically, to build relationships that are deeply nourishing, to pursue work in the world that is fulfilling, and to recognize and live into the ways you uniquely can participate in shifting our collective consciousness towards greater compassion and healing for all beings and for the planet we share. If you enjoy your horoscopes and want to learn more about astrology, please check out my website, embodiedastrology.com, and the post for this episode where you can find 2019 affirmations for all 12 signs and a link to my podcast where I'll give a longer report on astrological themes for the upcoming year, as well as a guided meditation to support your journey through the year. Additionally, I offer monthly Zodiac journals for astrology students and enthusiasts. We're about halfway through Capricorn season now, and Aquarius season is just around the corner. These journals will help you plan for the upcoming month by giving you detailed information about the season, lunar cycles, and planetary transits. The journals are available for single purchase, but they're also given for free to my monthly subscribers. You can subscribe at any amount per month from the site by clicking the Donate and Subscribe button. Finally, for those of you who really want to work with your personal astrology this year, check out my 2019 Year Ahead online class, available from the shop on embodiedastrology.com. This class includes a detailed presentation on planetary transits and aspects in 2019, and will teach you to apply this information directly to your own natal chart. Along with the recorded content, you'll receive a package of easy-to-follow handouts and worksheets, a 2019 lunar calendar and planetary aspect guide, and suggestions for personal practices to survive and thrive in the year ahead. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. Now, on to your horoscope. Hello, Taurus. Happy 2019, and thanks so much for listening. Looking at your chart for the year ahead, I feel really excited about the work that you are doing with fear. (laughs) Um, It seems like you are growing a lot right now, and the ways that you're growing are through previously held limitations that probably have a lot to do with the stuff that's hard to talk about. This is your subconscious and unconscious residue, basically. It's junk. It is accumulation of ancestral trauma and wounds, of ways that you were socialized or entrained as a young person, and ways that you've internalized pain uh, up until now. And something is happening for you where you're done with this. You've recognized what it is that's kind of the tether or the anchor into these behaviors and you're letting it go. And by the time we get into the spring of 2019, you are ready for a really different way of relating with yourself and with others. What I think that this looks like is increasingly uh, heightened awareness of the ways that your subconscious and unconscious layers are working. So we don't get liberated in a second, right? We don't reach 
enlightenment uh, overnight. This is a, a long process of awareness that is blossoming and um, making itself available. So as we go through 2019, there is a lot of support for you to take risks, to expose yourself in different ways, to get to know your deep desires, to get to know your deep fears, to look at very uh, consciously and conscientiously the ways that you exchange energy with other people and the unspoken expectations that exist between you and them. You're wanting to learn why you get involved with people in the ways that you do, and you're wanting to learn how you can shape your relationships and be in the world in ways that support your freedom, your happiness, and your generosity, and your sovereignty. You want liberation. You want to feel like the world is open to you. And Something has happened that has illuminated one of the primary ways that you probably keep yourself closed or not connecting, not available to these larger opportunities and expansions. This year is the beginning of a nine-year cycle that um, also begins in, in the spring of 2019. The next nine years are deep deep ego healing. When I say ego, I don't even mean just you. I mean everything that has made you. You've probably heard by this point about ancestral healing and ancestral trauma. The The next nine years, this is what is available and probably what you want to focus on and probably what you'll be doing regardless um, if you are someone who is even relatively aware and working towards um, self, self-awareness and self-growth. How you can support these efforts are to get quieter, give yourself more space for feeling and to develop your intuition. This means meditation in whatever ways meditation is possible for you. So some people sit and meditate and uh, clear their mind of thoughts. Some people hike up a mountain. Um, There are a lot of ways for you to meditate, and I would encourage you to try all of them or as many as you can find and to do them regularly, to do these practices regularly. They will all support you. Creating space in your mind so that you can be present with the sensations of your body as these sensations arise, will really help you to um, recognize and understand the mechanisms of your own limitations. So to say that in a different way, when you are calm and clear enough to feel what your body does reactively and instinctually, you can recognize how you keep yourself uh, enchained, basically, or shut out or in unhealthy dynamics. And when you recognize in the moment what you're doing, then you can shift it. You can have a different relationship uh, with these 
more subconscious and unconscious choices that are being made that are made in your breathing patterns, in the tension or relaxation of your body, and in the way that you're exuding emotional energy towards whomever you happen to be sharing space with. Dream work would be great. So if you're someone who dreams, start writing down your dreams in 2019 if you haven't already. Before you go to bed, take some time and connect with the dream realm. Literally ask for help, ask for support, ask for guidance. If you're trying to work something out in your life, you're trying to work out how you're going to do something or what something means or you need help, ask for it. Ask your dreams to come and support you and help you. I think that over the next nine years, if you keep this discipline uh, regular and consistent, you might find that you have incredible capacity to journey in your dreams and to really learn something about yourself and to do pretty major healing, not just for yourself, but again, also for your ancestral lineage and for these, you know, unseen beings that are existing in realms that we are not perceiving, at least most of us. Challenge this year and and the way that you're applying yourself with diligence has to do with some kind of study. Um, This may be more classical, like traditionally oriented study, pursuing some um, efforts of your mind and the meanings that you're making, the ways that you are an authority and a teacher in, in some realm of your life. This may also be a broader sense of study where the questions that you're asking have to do with meaning and with path. Your being is saturated with the philosophic, with the esoteric. You are really working to transform methodologies, philosophies, religions, any kinds of ideologies that you've been given that have probably been instrumental in shaping you, but are not complete in and of themselves. And you're recognizing where there is room to release ideas that are no longer valuable maybe not valuable to yourself, maybe not valuable to the world in general. Um, You are willing to challenge ideas. And this is really important for you, not just this year, but for the coming five to seven years. You need to start to differentiate yourself. You need to challenge the um, notions and normalcies and... um, I want to say like the supremacy of ideas or ideologies that you've been working with up until this point. So this can mean a lot of things on a very basic level. It can mean the meaning that you make for yourself in your life. Like this is the kind of person I am and this is why I'm here. More complex layers of this have to do with thought forms and ideologies that you've adopted. So if you're someone who has had a yoga practice for a really long time, you've really immersed yourself in the study of yoga, of course, when we invest in something over time, when we study it deeply, um, it can be easy to think that this is the only thing or to think that this is the best thing or to think that this is the thing that has all the answers. 
what you're doing right now is you're tearing down these walls. You are looking at the ways that thought forms. And again, this is any kind of philosophy underlying meaning or um, kind of reason for beingness um, or yeah, Um, you're looking at these things and you're challenging them. You are not afraid to confront their limitations. If you do this with love and steadiness, so it's not that you want to destroy them and create something new. It's that you want to help in the transformation and ongoing development of them so that they become more of what they could be. This is how you'll succeed. So don't tell people what to do right? (laughs) Then they'll just blame you. Uh, When you illuminate the depth and complexity that surrounds something and you show people like, wow, there's this, or you show yourself, wow, there's this other thing. There's this other thing. Look at how all of this fits together. This is more productive. You want to help spark curiosity, not just in yourself, but in anyone that you're trying to affect in any way that you are attempting to broadcast a message or to share learning or teaching or to develop and expand um, some kinds of higher level thoughts or philosophies or mm, ways of being in the world, spark curiosity, work towards expansion of the mind and fearlessness, don't try and be the boss, right? Um, Expand the idea of what leadership is in general. And as you do this, you develop your your courage um, to put yourself forward in the world. And this year, you begin a seven-year process of differentiating yourself. You're putting yourself forward into the world in new and different ways. You're letting go of past limitations that have held you to ways of being or to identities that really are no longer accurate or helpful for you. So everything that I've already been talking about in terms of working with your subconscious and unconscious layers, working with ancestral patterns, working with conditioning, and also working with your mind and the ways that you've adopted certain kinds of ideas as goals... All of this then helps you to be different, to set yourself apart. And this is really what you want right now. You want to set yourself apart. Not, again, in a way that's trying to prove anything or trying to be better than. That's very important. But in a way that is fearless, that doesn't need to cling to the same structures, that doesn't need to... um, be conformist at all. Like you can include a lot of things and you really want to include yourself. So what is it that you love? What are all of the ways that you express yourself? How can you include them all? Your motto and mantra this year and for the coming uh, seven to 10 years, don't lie. Be as honest as you possibly can and really dig deep in your own being and in your own awareness for what that honesty and authenticity is. 
Um, in 2019 and in 2020, there will be some pretty significant changes that you're making in your learning style in general. So this may be that you adopt new patterns, new habits for learning. It may be that you embark on some kind of new path or focus for study. It may be that teachers and or students come into your life and really shift the way that you're thinking about things. This is a time to be open-minded and again, to try and include yourself and to try and include a lot of complexity. So especially if you get presented with ideas and you have like an initial reaction to them and you're like, no, um, just ask yourself why it doesn't mean you need to adopt them. It doesn't mean that you need to agree, but when you notice the instinct to shut down or shut out because of friction, difference, whatever it is, that's a cue for you to stop and ask why. This is a time for you to open your mind and engage with complexity. And you will um, definitely see reward in that area if you don't get stingy or um, limiting with the ways that you're thinking that um, you need to think or that other people need to think. Um, This is especially true Uh, in your relationships. And as we get into the year in March, um, basically the whole month of March, it's a time for you to consider your friendships and your greater social relationships. How do you want to be in in your relationships? Who are the types of people that you want to be around? Um, Currently, I think that it really serves you to be in relationship with people who are on some kind of path for healing and unity. Unity is a word that can mean a lot of things, but basically if people are on a path of um, their, their aims are being put towards deeper comings together, more inclusiveness, more love, more humanitarianism, um, like I said, more healing, so less disintegration. These are the kinds of people that would be good for you to be around. Also, people who are on spiritual paths and who have spiritual practices, as well as artists and folks who are creative and who are also dream journeyers or people who work in the unconscious. These are the kinds of people that you want to be around. In March, take the time to do an assessment and inventory of your current relationships and the ways that you're spending time in the world. Um, It may be that you see some places or, or people where you need to either pull back or invest more deeply. In July, basically the whole month of July, you could be reflecting on the ways that you're engaging with siblings and close friends or basically your immediate environments and the people who are around you in your immediate environments. There's a symbol here, again, for you to be more inclusive, more understanding and compassionate and to really let yourself be seen. This is a really good time for you to reflect on the ways that you relate with people um, kind of as a pal, as a buddy. Um, A lot of these tendencies get built with siblings or with childhood friends. So do you have a family role that you're always playing out? Are there certain habits that you've had for a long time that maybe you don't need anymore because you're older? You can grow up a little bit. You want to see the people who are around you as 
equals as sovereign and responsible equals and really start to treat them like that with a lot of respect and love, but also a certain amount of, I want to say it's like detachment, like you don't need to control the people around you. You want to be in relationships um, with the folks who are very close to you in ways that it's like you see them you love them, you appreciate them, and you have very open hands and open hearts in terms of what their choices are. And you can you can just kind of like let them be them, and then you get really curious. Again, curiosity is a big theme. So you get really curious about what's your experience, what's going on for you, and how can I understand you better? And then finally, in November, you're doing some reflection on your important uh, committed partnerships. This is potentially your life partners, your business partners, or other people who you've developed bonds and agreements with. Um, During this time, you really want to prioritize. You want to know what it is that you're agreeing to. You may need to reframe some expectations or to understand better uh, what the nature of the relationships are in order for them to be stronger, more healthy, and satisfying for everyone. In summary, this is a really exciting year for you. It's leading uh, to some major growth, especially in your uh, work in the world and the impact that you have on the larger world, as well as the development of your mind and philosophies and guiding principles. So I'm wishing you all of the best in 2019 and thanks so much for listening.